Let's, let's go ahead and stand to our feet this morning. As I read God's word, his precious word, his precious word. And you know, we've been, um, we've been ta- tackling the, the subject of confession over the last um, over the last two or three weeks, I don't know, maybe a month. I don't even know if we're three to four weeks now. I mean, it's just there's, we probably could stay in this topic for the rest of the year. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I want to I deal with something today that, that I felt like even out after Brother Don had shared Wednesday night. And, um, and, and that's, what, that's what the Lord has confessed over each and every one of us. Because if we don't know what the Lord has to say about us, we, we, walk, we walk in disbelief or we walk not knowing what the promises of God are. And it's, it's very important that as, as a church, as a, as a new church and growing church, that, that people understand the promises of God. And, and, and please understand, it's not just for pastors, ministers, prophets, evangelists, teachers. It's not for those just working in ministry it's for every believer. It's for every, everybody that's confessed Jesus Christ as Lord of their lives. See, I feel the anointing around this already. Everybody that's confessed Jesus Christ as Lord of, their, Lord of their life now can inherit the blessings of God. You know, and it's, it's really powerful. If, if, if and when, you know, you know, it's like at parts in our life, if and when we, when we see the word of God, you know, spring up. And again, when I walked in this morning and I, I started seeing things, Mar had, uh, you know, just had signs up coming into the house, you know, uh, 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 you know, wishing uh, Pastor Miranda happy birthday. And you're anointed. You're beautiful. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, on, on the door, because it's a scripture that I, I had already written down today, you're fearfully, wonderfully made. You know, because, see, if, if we don't have, we don't have the, the understanding of who God made us to be, who God created us to be, man, we, we miss a whole lot that's available to us. Amen. So guess what today? I'm, I'm here to tell you, you're anointed and you're blessed by God. Amen. Everybody say, I'm blessed by God. I'm blessed by God. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 1. Hold on. It's going to be a good day. Jeremiah chapter 1. I'm going to pick up at verse 4. Y'all look beautiful today, too, by the way. You're welcome, Kali, in the back. So, <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord, God, behold, I, can't, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth. For you shall go to all whom I, have, I will send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Everybody say, He has put his words in my mouth. See, I have... I have, the, you don't have to repeat this, I'm sorry. It says, see, I have this today set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out all that pull up, to root out and to pull down, 
to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Father, I pray, Lord, even today for this congregation and this church. Father, may we have revelation of what your word says about each and every one of us. Father, I thank you that, Lord, even, even you knew us. You knew us before we were ever born. You knew us, Father, we were thought of, you know, even before we were formed, Father. You knew who we were. So, Father, I thank you for this revelation today. And, Father, I pray over this congregation, Father, that, that Lord, that they shall advance in everything they put their hands to. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I, I, I tell you, there's something about personal encounters with the Lord that, that, that really does change. It, it changes you and, and, and it shifts you. And I think about Jeremiah the prophet. You know, he would have probably been about 18, 17, 18, 19 years of age when, when this word was delivered to him by the Lord. But, but it's, it's, very, it's very fascinating because he encounters the Lord at, at you know, because he's saying, look, I'm a, I'm a youth, I'm young. You know, how, how can I be used by God? Has anybody ever said that before? How, I'm, I'm a new Christian. I'm a, I'm a new believer. How could, God, how could God use me to go out and win the lost? How could God, you know, I'm a mess. How could God use me? You know, I, he didn't say that. He just said, I, I, I'm young. But a lot of times that's, that's where our mind oftentimes goes is how could I be used by God? But I, I, I think it's very fascinating because you get, you get a clear revelation you know, out of Jeremiah chapter 1 that you know, you know, he says this. He says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were ever, before you were ever, uh, 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 before you were ever formed, before you ever became a baby, I, I knew you. There's no mistakes. And see, that's a lie from hell too. Because I've, you know, I, I used to do counseling. I used to do a variety of, I guess, different things. But, but, and, and I could remember, you know, people saying I, I, I was a mistake. You know, my parents, you know, even with my parents, I was a mistake. I was this, I was that. See, God doesn't make mistakes. And somebody needs to hear that today. God doesn't make mistakes. God says he knew you. I, I, what a revelation. You know, a revelation I thought about this morning because, you know, they went out yesterday and they won three people to Christ. God knew that that was an ordained moment of time where people were going to hear the gospel. God knows the beginning to the end. He knows your life. He knows, he knows the actions. He knows the course that you're going to take. I, I've meditated upon this this week, and I, I've thought about it, and I thought, Lord, you, you knew that you know, we were going to answer the call to become missionaries. I didn't even know what really a missionary was. And, and, and from there, God, God, you knew the steps that I, that, I was going to be, that I was going to begin to move in. Oh, Lord, you, 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 knew, uh, you knew me when I was in the first grade, could hardly, could hardly even get out of the first grade. You, you, you knew me, <laughs> you know, I, working, I, I was flunking first grade. You, you knew me then, God. You know, you, it's not often you talk about flunking the first grade, but I, I, I was. But see, God, God knew me. He knew me at that point in my life. He knew me before I was ever born. So listen, today, you're not a mistake. God has ordained you. He has set you apart. He has, he, I, I, I'm telling you, what a revelation, huh? What a revelation that God, before I was even in my mother's womb, before I was ever formed, God knew me. He knew me.
Almost 50 years God's known me. And you know what he does? He gives me the opportunity to know him. Isn't that special? And how we get the opportunity to know him is it's through his word. It's through the Holy Spirit. It's, you know, think about it. I mean, you know, goodness, where would, I'm so thankful we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. That, that it dwells on the inside of us. Amen. Because we, we, have, we have something so precious, something so powerful that draws us to know him even more. Amen. To know him like he, he knows us. You know, the Bible says he knows the number of hairs on our head. Some of you don't have very many hairs, but that's okay. But he, he, he knew, he, he, some of you, past tense, he knew the, the hairs that you had, but he knows the number of hairs that you have on your head. You, you think about how intimate God really is. How much he cares, how much he's concerned over each and every life. Believers and non-believers, amen. But, you know, I, I think about it. I think, you know, there are no accidents. If you're here today and you're like, you know, maybe, maybe it was a struggle to even get out the door and go to church today. Maybe five or ten, twenty things come up. I, you know, that stuff happens. I'm not, you know, we all know that. Things, things happen. Man, I, you know, I'm trying to get out the door to go to church and, you know, my dog got hit by a car. You know, that was me a couple weeks ago, you know, but that was later in the evening. But, you know, things happen. But you're, you're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. You know, I, I think sometimes I don't even have the, you know, the, the revelation that God has designed every moment of time. And he knows. He knows. You know, I thought about it, you know, it's just even this week, you know. I, you, know I've, you know, I remember at one point when I was in Hana, Hawaii. We're, we're doing everything we can do to make, make it work and financially make it work and you know, we were selling, I just, you know, roadside stuff, started selling stuff, started selling coffee. And I remember meeting people from all over the world. Because people in Hawaii didn't really drink coffee all that much. But everybody else around the world does. So I, I met people from Moscow, Siberia. Hana's a destination. People go there to, to drive the Hana Road. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But I remember ministering to people from all over the world. I'm thinking this is, a, you know, even at that point, it was like, this is designed by God. I'm not here, you know, and I, I told Maria, Maria, I said, how'd you do this? I, I, I think I made $30, but I ministered to at least 50 people today. How'd you, how'd you do today? I, you know, I made $23, <laughs> but, you know, I got to minister to people today. I got to share this gospel. I remember meeting people from Siberia, Russia, you know, all over, all over Asia, you know. And then this week, you know, this week, you know, the Lord quickened me. You know, I remember coming out of revival service here last week. And see, I want you to understand time is ordained by God. There are no mistakes. I, I left the revival meeting. I could feel I could feel the presence of God. I pull up to the gas pump to put gas in someone's car. Or I, don't, I don't remember, but but there, but there's a, there's a guy there and I just start talking to him. And I find out, you know, he's he's a Mennonite and, he, you know, was, and I just begin to minister to him and. He's like, you know, I, I've been kicked out of the church and yada, yada, yada. And, and I'm like, what well, do, you, do you believe? You know, pulled over alongside the road. Next thing I know, we're, I'm ministering, talking, at ordained time. Can, can I tell you that there are ordained times? Ministering to him and, and, and telling him about how much God loves him. God, that, you know, God has a plan for his life. God has a purpose for his life. And I said, you know, do you, do you want to be saved? He said, if I get saved talking about how you're getting saved, I'll get disowned. I said, well, do you, you want to call upon the name of Jesus today? He said, yeah, I do. And you, know, and you know what's great about it? He sends me messages. Hey, my son just got baptized. He's in a church. 
He's in a church. He's, 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 he's in a church. He, you know, he, he's, he'll say, you know, I, I, I'm doing this now. I'm doing that. See, every moment is not, you know, every, every moment in time that we have is very precious. Amen? Your time's precious. Would everybody agree with that? I mean, your, your time's precious. But to be mindful, to be about kingdom business is also a very precious thing. Amen? I'm a little out of it already here. But um, Ephesians 2.10 says this. It says, we are His workmanship. We are His workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for what? For good works. Not bad works, but for good works. We are His workmanship. I mean, God, God loves you that much. He created you. You are His workmanship. He's knitted you together. He's formed you. We are His workmanship. You know, and, and I love this, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. God's prepared for us to walk in good works. He's prepared for us to walk in good works. Quick to hear. Be quick to hear. Amen. Slow to speak. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Your life's not ordinary. Your life's not ordinary. I'm going to get into a few, a few things now because I, I'm trying to figure out how to transition this or shift gears because uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17. You go there real quick. Because as we build, as we build a bridge, it's important that you, you understand today what God says about you. It's, a, it's important that you, 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 you begin to believe the word of God for you. Amen? You know, you can't just believe the word of God for everybody else. You know, please understand me. People make this mistake a lot of times. Well, you know, I, I believe the word for my kids. I want my kids in church, but, you know, I'm going to back away from it. No, that's the wrong attitude to have. Your kids will do what they see you do. Amen? If you're not in church, guess what? Your kids won't be in church. I, it's, it's, it, your kids will do what they see you do. 2 Corinthians 5.17 <clears throat> Jesus calls us a new creation. Wow, what a revelation. Jesus calls us a new creation. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You're new. You're brand new. You're not, you're not the same person when you get saved. When you accept Jesus Christ into your life, you, the, the old things begin to lose. You, you lose interest in the old things. And I'm going to tell you, there's conviction. When you really get saved and you try to hold on to the old things, there's real conviction. Now, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. There's the battle that, that wages back and forth. But the Bible says that you're a new creation. That when you get saved, you're brand new. You're, 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 you're you know, the other night when we watched somebody get saved in our men's meeting. I, you know, the only thing I could think is you are as holy at this moment right now as you ever will be. There, there is nothing, you know, and see, that's the thing. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. How much does God love us? We, we, we can't fathom how much God loves us. You know, the Bible says that God even gives us a new name. Revelation, I'm just going to read some scriptures. Just hang with me. Come back to me if you need these. I'll give them to you. Revelations 2, 17. It says, God says he gives us a new name. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit. And understand what he is saying to the churches, to everyone who is victorious. I will give some of the manna 
Hallelujah. That has been hidden away in heaven. And I will give to each one a white stone. And on the stone will be engraved a new name. That no one understands except the one who receives it. God gives you a new name. Man, that's powerful. Romans 8.38. Uh, and you've heard this. You know, some of you think sometimes, you know what, I, I, I'm not lovable. How, how could anybody love me? I'm, I can be a complete jerk. I, I've been this way. But you know what? God loves you. You know, uh, Romans 8.38 says, but God says, I'm, God says that you're forever loved. And I'm not convinced that nothing can ever separate me from God's love. Neither death nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. God, God, God loves you. No, understand, God loves you. Nothing can separate God's love. How much He cares, how much He loves, loves you. Isaiah 53, 5. You know, you know pe people walk in fear. Outside of COVID, you know, the things that go on, there's, 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 there's still fear that exists. There's, you know, and I'm not just talking about COVID. Fear is a spirit. God says, but, you know, but I haven't, I, I don't give you the spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. That comes from God. Fear comes from the devil. Fear comes from the enemy. The enemy is the one that casts fear. But see, this is what the Lord says. The Lord says, <laughs> But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds we are healed. I don't have to walk in fear. I'm healed. Amen. Christ paid for my healing. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, fear, fear leads to sickness. Fear can lead to death. Amen. So God doesn't call me to live in fear. Amen. He's called me to be above fear. This is what the, this is what the word says about me. Oh, I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. I'm more than a conqueror. Amen. God, his, 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 his love for me is, 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 is amazing. You know, people, I, I am weak. You know, I, I just, I'm weak. You know, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says I'm strong. <laughs> he makes me strong. Amen. God arms me with strength. He makes my ways perfect. Psalms 18. You know, I, I, I'm just, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I just, I keep sinning. That's not what the Bible says. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, God, God says you're forgiven. God says you're forgiven. I'm writing to you, John, 1 John 2, 12. I am writing to you who are God's children because your sins have been given, have been forgiven through Jesus Christ. You, you're, you're forgiven. And, and you know, we don't, we don't hold that revelation in our heart enough. I'm, I'm forgiven. There, you know, there's nothing you can do to earn it. You can't earn salvation. It's a free gift. It is a free gift given to all. You can't pay for it. I've had people, you know, I've had people try to, you know, pay for, pay for it. No, no, no. I don't want your money. This gift is free. You know, I, here, here's this. Here's the, no, no. You, you, you know, you're, you're not giving money doesn't get you anywhere. Or people want to sit down and, you know, I had a, a girl one time got, come in and got saved, a Buddhist. And uh, she got down in front of me and bowed. And I said, honey, you need to get up. Get up. I, I'm not God. And then she says, well, I'm a Buddhist. I said, that's why you're bowing before me. I'm not God. But I know, I know a God that can set you free of all these other gods that you believe in. Amen. She got saved and then she danced around with a Bible on her head for at least 20 minutes. 
It's the funniest thing I ever seen. All the Hawaiians were coming to me saying, "Is that normal?" I just let her be, you know. She got the joy of the Lord. She, do you remember that? She just danced around with a Bible in her head. So we give her a Bible, and she danced unto the Lord. Amen. <laughs> I was abandoned, but God said, "I'm adopted." You know, Ephesians 1 5, it, it talks about that. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. We're adopted, you're adopted into a family when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord of your life. I've been rejected, but God says I'm his. Has anybody ever felt rejection before? I mean, yeah, yeah we, we have, right? But that's not who God calls me. I'm not rejected. I'm not rejected. I'm not rejected. Do not fear. I have redeemed you. I have summoned you. You are mine, the Lord says. I belong to the Lord. You belong to the Lord. I'm not rejected. I'm not, you know, you know people, people will try to, re, you know, you'll get rejection from people. Don't, don't take it personal. God's not rejected you. Too many people will put weight on what other people say. If you've been wronged even by your family, don't put the, the weight on that. God says, you're not rejected. Amen? God says, you're mine. That's God, God, God is saying, you're mine. Your life is marked. And so please understand, there's no mistakes. There's no mistakes. Some people say, I'm alone. Well, I'm going to tell you, God says, you're, you're always with me. Joshua 1.9, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. These are declarations. This is who the Lord says he is in my life. Anywhere you go, Brad, anywhere you go, I'm with you. I go to Sheets, guess what? God's with me. I go to Walmart, God, guess what? God's with me. I go, I go up on a trout stream and watch it rain for two days. God's still with me, amen? God's with me anywhere I go. I take a shower, guess what? God's with me. God doesn't leave you. He's not forsaken you. So, you know, please don't hold on to this half-hearted Christianity that, well, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. That's not truth. Truth is God's with you. He's for you. Amen? Even when others, even when others may not be for you, it's, God's for you. God's for you. Amen? Even when others talk about you, God's for you. Even when, even when others blame you, guess what? God's for you. He's for you. Yeah, I think about Esther. Esther 4.14. You know, people say, I, I don't have any purpose. You know what Esther said? You've created me for such a time as this. My life is not my own. Today I lay my life, my life down because if I go in to, to, to see the king, my head could be put on a chopping block. My head could be put on a chopping block. But I do this because of who God is. For such a time as this. For such a time as this today, God has ordained you. Amen. Don't you feel good about, I mean, don't you feel good about knowing these things that this is what God says about you? You know, you think you guys talk, you know, this church, you come in here, man, I'll, I've had people come in and say, why are you guys so happy? Why is there so much joy in here? I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't feel right there. 
I don't feel right in there because you guys are, you're huggy, you're happy, you're, you're this, you're that. I, I don't get it. I'm going to tell you, it's not made up. It's not made up. This is, this, we're not, this isn't just, we do this because it's the right thing to do on Sundays. You meet anybody in this house, I, I, I mean, it's, there's a real love. Amen? You go through the drive-thru. There's, there's love. Amen? It's not like people don't, pre- well, there's the pastor. I don't pretend to know him today. You know, it's, it doesn't, you know. I'm looking for people that, you know, anyway, so. Praise God. You know, and that's why, that's why this is a big, small church. Because KC is big. I, you know, a lot of people don't realize how big it is, but but we'll never lose focus on the smallness of relationships. It's the most critical thing. It's the most important thing is that we're in relationship with people. Amen. You know, that the pastor and the pastors know the people. Amen. You know, it's, it's, it's what doing life is about. Amen. Some people say I'm lost, but I want you to understand God gives you direction. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, Isaiah 30, 21. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a, a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. How, how important it is that we need the Holy Spirit. This is the way, walk in it. The quickening of the Holy Spirit. God gives us that. He gives us that for a purpose. You ever hear the Holy Spirit tell you not to do something? You ever ignore that and still do what you want to do? Then you get slapped around afterward by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Isn't God good like that? Amen. There's a reason why. There's a reason why God is pulling us back in. He's, he's you know, think about how, how massive God's, because listen, even as a parent, when your kid does something, you're like, you, you scold them, you, you come down on them, and you know what, you get mad, you might be like, man, for two or three days, you'll be like, I just don't understand why they're not listening to me. Da, 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 da. You know what God does? God wipes the slate clean. Though yet it might have been the dumbest, stupidest decision that, that, that you could have made. God wipes the slate clean. It's covered under the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about once saved, always saved. That's not what I'm talking about. Because, you know, people can make that mistake. I can go out and I can live for hell and still make heaven. That's not true. And find in the word of God what God says about you. Because I can stand up here and I can preach and I can say all these things. But if you don't have revelation of the word, you don't have revelation. You know, good for you, Pastor Brad, making those declarations. If you don't have revelation of the word, that you are blessed. You're more than a conqueror. If you don't have that revelation and see what God sees in you, you're, you're, you're always going to fall behind. You're always going to fall behind. God, God calls you blessed. Amen. Pastor, I'm, I'm unhappy. I, 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 don't, I don't have any joy. John 15, 11. I have told you that these things, that, that you will be filled with my joy. See, the word works. The word works. Yes, your joy will overflow. Your joy will overflow. That's what God says about me. I'm not, I just don't feel happy. I don't feel, I don't feel. Man, we're such a feeling society, aren't we? I feel this way. I feel that way. I feel. God's filled you to overflow in joy.
God says, I'm powerful. I'm loved. I have a sound mind. You know, think about it. I, I say I'm nothing special. You ever hear people, people say that? I'm just, I'm a nobody. It's not what God says about you. You're fearfully, wonderfully made. In the image of God. Your works are wonderful, Lord. You know, people, I, I'm worthless. John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You're not worthless. God give his most precious gift. He give his most precious gift. You're not worthless. He give his most precious gift. His most precious gift. God doesn't make mistakes. I want to move to closing. Minister Lee, how did you come to the keyboard? I want to get into this more Wednesday, but I... Um, would you do something for me this week? Would you find five scriptures? Find five scriptures in the Word of God. I've given you about 15 or 20 already today. Find five scriptures in the word of God. Of what God says about you. <clears throat> Find five scriptures of what God says about you. You know, you know. I don't stand up here and, 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 I, and I act like, you know, everything's perfect. Everything's just, you know, in my world is perfect. That there aren't things that, 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 that we battle or we struggle or, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to say, well, I'm, I'm higher and better than anybody. And it's not, I'm, please understand, I'm not, I'm not here to say any of that. Because I, I realized something many years ago that, that even when I got into ministry, I was going to be vulnerable. I would share things with people about my life, things that have happened, because the Lord instructed me to. The Lord, the Lord you know, he, he, he was like, because, you know, at times, I, and I knew that, you know, it would bring healing. You, you know, it was, I was willing to be used by God. But I want you to understand that making yourself vulnerable to people to show them to show them the power of God that can deliver them that can set them free is it, it really is the greatest because you know it, it really moves to really a full surrender you know that it's going to hurt if I expose this it's like our men's meetings. I mean, for two years. I mean, the things that have happened in our men's meetings. Things get exposed there. People like, you know, I got, I'm having an issue with this. It gets exposed. And then you know what happens? We expect God to show up. 
We expect God to move in that situation. But, you know, let me back to this because whatever it is that you, you may have in your life that you feel like, man, that this is the, you know, maybe it is fear today. Maybe, maybe, there's, maybe there's like, you know, I'm not afraid in this area, but I'm, I'm fearful in this area. God can, God can set, he can, he, he can take that completely out of your life. Any fear. Doubt. You know, condemnation. I'm not good enough. Pastor, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough to, I'm not good enough to be saved, Pastor. It's not about being good enough. It's about being willing. God's looking at willingness. He's looking at a man's heart. He's looking at a woman's heart. He's looking at a person saying, are you willing to trust me? See, because even that, you know, it's like, ah, I just, I want to trust the Lord, but. I want to be all in, but. I want, you, you know, it's just this one thing. If the church would change this one thing, I would be all in. You wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe the number of times I've heard that. If they, if they would just do this. Oh, Pastor Brad, if you would preach more and your wife would preach less. You think I'm joking? Oh, Pastor Brad, if you would do this and, you know, you, you, your wife would do this or you would do that, you, you know. And you know what? We just back away. You know, it's just, we're, we're, you know, you just got to let it roll. Because see, if, 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 if I start looking, my eyes begin to get pierced on anybody or any one thing. And to think about what someone has to say about me, I lose my focus. I lose my focus. I, I, I lose my focus completely. And I start thinking more about what people say. I'm, I'm now shifting here a little bit. But it's so important that you understand that you, you, have, to, you have to discover. Because there's, there's a real discovery in knowing what God says about you, who you are. Because I'm, I'm no longer, you know, when I first was in ministry, yeah, I looked at people a lot because, am I doing the right thing? Does this even look right? I don't even know. I mean, you know, it, I, it, what, what's this, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, that, that's what it felt like. And I'm, we were in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, it's like, I got to trust God. The just shall live by faith. I learned how to live by faith. Amen. I, I learned how to live by faith. That's what God wants. He desires each and every one of us to live by faith. I know I'm a little all over the place here, but please. Please understand, today, God has called you. He, 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 set, you, he set you to a place. He, 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 you know, the Bible says He knew you. He knew you would be here today. He, he, knew, he knew that. He knows the number of people that are going to be here. Amen. You know, even today, it was, we were in worship with the kids. I was just like, give me 20 more, Lord. Give me 20 more over here. We've got a choir over here going. You hear them sing? They're not quiet. We're like, 
praise the name. They're like, praise the name of Jesus. You know, they're, they're letting it rip. I'm like, let it go. Let it go. Amen. That ought to be an inspiration to all of us. Amen. That when you can stand on one side of the church and you hear, you hear a five-year-old singing louder than, uh, yeah, singing louder than even me. Amen. I'm like, I've got to get my game on over here if I'm hanging out with these kids. But see, God, let's go ahead and stand to our feet today. Because listen, if, if we can discover what the Word of God says about us, if, 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 if we can, if we can hold, hold to what the Word of God says about us, you know, everything shifts. You're not held in bondage. You're not held in fear. You're not, you're not, held, by, you're not held in the enemy's camp anymore. I'm set free and I'm delivered. I'm, you, you know, you begin to make these declarations. You make these declarations. You know, I've, I feel strong about that today. Hmm. Real, real quick on Wednesday. Um, I'm not trying to scare anybody out of church on Wednesday, but if anybody desires to be married, I, I feel very strong to fast and pray this week over, over that. To pray for the singles in this church. And, and if you want to fast and pray with me, do that. But I feel, I feel quickened to pray over that this week. Those that are, you know, if you're not desiring to be married or whatever, that's fine. But, but if you're desiring to be married, I, 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 want you to, I want you to make sure you're here Wednesday. We're going to anoint people Wednesday night, even, even around that area. I, I feel strong about that. I, I feel like I need, to, I need to fast, though, over that. And I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. So if you're like, nah, it's not for me, nah, or whatever, then that's fine. But we're going to do that Wednesday night. Guys, I, I don't want to run back to Egypt. I don't want. I don't want to look back. I don't want to look back and think about what it, what it used to look like, or, or you know. I, I want to look at where we're headed. I want you to look at where you're headed. Is it right in God's sight? Is is it right in God's eyes? Where you're going? What what you're doing? Because see, God created you. He know He knows you. When you walk out of here today, God knows you. He knows your thoughts. He knows your plans. He knows your actions. He, he knows you. He knows who you like, who you dislike. He knows who you need to forgive and who you don't. Man, that, I don't, maybe for me this week, it just it, it enlightened me to think that, you know, even my thoughts... Even the things that, that, that are there, God God knows me that, that intimately. He, he knows me. That if I, that, I, that if I see something or do something like God, God's like, he, he just seen me do that. Ouch. I'm the pastor and I'm saying ouch. Or something I might think about someone, ouch.
Wow. He knows you. He wants a relationship with each and every person.